Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry. Only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands. All hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The Dave Hooker Show. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Objective insight, expertise, top guest. Available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the Off the Hook Sports app. Download now for free. Also available on offthehooksports.com. I compute and obey. Now to Dave Hooker. Here we go. Already a ton of people on board, and we greatly appreciate that. Go ahead and hit the like button if you don't mind. Thumbs up will bring more people into the program because I want to be very listener-oriented today because something has rubbed me the wrong way, and I very well could be like the old fuddy-duddy, but I'm going to allow Caleb to tell me if that's the case, and all of the listeners and viewers on our message board. So thanks for being ready, up and Adam loaded. It's a Ron Slay Wednesday. We're looking forward to that. The Slay ride will continue into March now, and we'll be joined by him uh, at the bottom of the hour. Also, I spoke to a former Vol who gave me some insight, a couple of them actually, as to comparisons of current NFL prospects to former balls. So I think that'll be a great discussion. Is Josh Heupel a top 10 coach? According to one list by 247 Sports, he is NFL Combine winners and losers. If you hadn't had a chance to check out that column, it's fantastic on offthehooksports.com. Also coming up will be a baseball notebook, which will be a bi-weekly affair. That means twice a week, not every two weeks. I think it can mean both. Calhoun, is that right? Bi-weekly can mean every two weeks or twice a week? Is that one of those words that can mean both? Um, no, it means one or the other. I think it's 
I think bi-weekly is twice a I don't know. Yeah, because your bi-weekly pay is every two weeks, right? Yes, yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't even know. We're, we're, we're going to have two notebooks a week on Tennessee baseball, so go to offthehooksports.com to check that out. Caleb, in his final day in the Big NYC, scouting out where Tennessee can uh, take pictures of future NFL prospects like they did with Cedric Tillman and Hendon Hooker, and uh, that's what he's doing. Have you, have you found the, a great place yet? I'm thinking the Jerry Seinfeld Cafe. No, well, the Jerry Seinfeld Cafe, a lot of people don't know, is in, it was in L.A. because it was filmed in L.A. Um, even right. though it there's, there, yeah. there's one, though, that was it was based off, right, where people take pictures in front of. I believe. I didn't go to that one yesterday. Um, what I'll say is that uh, just for just for those of you who are married, I think you'll need to know this. I, I was in New York for, because my wife had a company event this week, and I just tagged along. Guys, being a trophy husband is hard work. <laughs> it is difficult. It is difficult. Um, uh, I was with her last night with all of her coworkers, and you know, she just wanted to show off her hot husband, and it's just it's hey difficult. Man. Hey, man, you 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 walk the path, and you walk it well. Uh, John says second to smash the button, so go ahead and smash the like button right now. Travis says good morning. Uh, Raleigh says random question. Um, we'll get to that. And uh, Travis says $5 spring game. Smoky Mountain Red says good morning. John says Nick Saban. Can you remind me that we need to get to that? Because Nick Saban is crying. We touched on it a little bit yesterday. And Travis calls for a rim shot. Don't know why. But we got it. So, Caleb. The Tennessee plays in the SEC tournament tomorrow, Travis. You're going to hear a lot more of those. Just wait. Just wait a day. Ouch. Uh, where, where, where are they playing again? What venue? What arena? Oh, I don't. I actually don't remember. Because um, I remember they play in the Georgia Dome, and it was so weird how they they would kind of split it off, and you only used half the Georgia Dome, and so many of the seats were horrible for the poor fans. I hated it, and. But the biggest thing for shooters, it was always so difficult, I thought, for especially Bruce Pearl's teams at times because they were outside shooting teams. And there you have a basket that's just hanging out in the middle of nowhere. It's just goofy when you're in that type of arena, that type of venue. It just it was awful. So hopefully they've gotten away from that. So a lot to get to. I want to go ahead and I have I have a tendency – to overreact. And I want everybody on the message board to be real, real honest with me. If I'm overreacting, and Caleb, you can too, I have a tendency to overreact. And there's something that is really rubbing me the wrong way. I remember I was doing a show with John Adams and Tony Hawk, the skater, walked by coincidentally at SEC Media Days. And I said, look, there's Tony Hawk. And John went and tried to get him to come on our show and Tony wouldn't do it. But he said, well, sorry that he called you out in front of all the media. He tends to overreact. So I do overreact, but I don't think I'm overreacting now. And I want to get everybody's thoughts. And if I am, because right now Twitter says I am, but it's today's tough question. And it has to do with charging you cash to go to the orange and white game. Boom. Today's tough question is now. 
and it's brought to you by our friends at Bassey Lawn and Garden. Man alive, it's worth a drive. Today's tough question. Take a side. Take a stand. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of offthehooksports.com. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Man Alive, it's worth the drive. I don't care if you're talking about industrial mowers, commercial mowers. They've got it for you in Cleveland. Come from Nashville, Knoxville, Chattanooga. Save a ton of money restocking your fleet or starting your new business. They have absolutely fantastic residential products as well. Blowers, trimmers, and the whole nine yards. Tennessee is going to charge $5 for the orange and white game. Now, I'm not a guy who goes home every day and watches three hours of CNN or Fox News. I'm not a guy who pretends to know everything about the economy. As a matter of fact, I passed up on an investment deal that would have yielded me about 40% in six weeks. So I'm not the guy to go to, but I do know that this country may be headed towards a recession. I do know that inflation is ridiculous because I feed an 18-year-old son. And our grocery bill has gone from like 150 bucks to 300 bucks a week. I do know that the orange and white game by design is not going to show anybody anything because that's not Josh Heupel's style, who I'm told by uh, some, some people within that athletic department that by design, he doesn't show anything to anybody when the reporters are there, obviously, but he doesn't even show anything to high school coaches when they have their upcoming clinic, which will be in the middle of spring. So to have Caleb a charge to go the orange and white game really, really bothers me. This is not a manufactured step up on the soapbox thing. It just bothers me. Tennessee had a heck of a season. Okay, but we're talking about a Florida comeback, and an Alabama field goal made, and it was just a good season. But suddenly, they're charging for the orange and white game when I think you should still be bringing fans in. I mentioned my 18-year-old son, okay? So he doesn't know Tennessee football to be anything good. He He doesn't remember back 13 years ago, and he certainly doesn't remember back to the mid-2000s or late 90s. This is a chance to continue to bring people in. This is a chance to make the orange and white game a spectacle. Have 100,000 people in there because it's free. And make that big push, just like Alabama did. It was after, I believe, their first championship game. They had people in the concourses. They had well over 92,000, which I believe they seat. You could do that at Neyland Stadium. And it would be a fantastic event that would get you pub. Instead, you're going to charge $5, probably have, what, 60,000 people. That's, what, $300,000. Whoopity-doo-dah. That's nothing compared to what Tennessee fans have given you back. I'm incredibly frustrated by the $5. I can afford it. I can get a credential. I'm thinking about you the fans. Now, so far at last check, when I posted this on Twitter, it was about two to one that Tennessee fans didn't mind paying for the game. What are your thoughts, Caleb? I'm with you. I think it's, um, and I don't think it's going to be 60,000. I think 60,000 is what you usually expect on a spring game. We, you know, year in and year out, how many of those 60,000 are not going to pay the $5? I think a lot. I think it's a, 
I think it's a blatant middle finger to fans because I'm with you. It's not going to give you that much more money. You're talking about a couple hundred thousand dollars. That's chump change. You can just call a booster and say, could you write me $200,000? I checked for that and they'll do it in a heartbeat. And so I don't understand what the motive. I think some of all Twitter and I, I, I understand why, because you know me, I'm a huge fan of Danny White. I love everything he's done. I think he's the best athletic director in the country. I think they're letting their fandom, their, their support for Danny White cloud their judgment. So they're making some excuses for him. If Philip Fulmer and Jeremy Pruitt are doing this two years into Jeremy Pruitt's seasons, two, two years into Jeremy Pruitt's, Jeremy Pruitt's tenure on Rocky Top, Vol Twitter is getting mad. They're getting mad. If Dave Hart and Butch Jones are doing this in 2016, Vol Twitter is getting mad. But I Danny agree. White and right now. And right now, Caleb, it's 70% to 30%. Yes, take my money. Yes, take my money. And, and and listen, I think Josh Hopple and this program will get to that point where it's yes, take my money. But this is too early. Travis says you're a traditional kind of guy like I am, um, but it's only $5. Problem is two years, it'll be 10 and so forth. Agreed. And you're not even seeing a real game. Smoky Mountain Red said maybe they should charge adults and not kids. I get with the cost of everything nowadays, but charges adults for sure. In my opinion, I hate seeing grown men carrying in all the stuff to get signed. Well, I'm with you there. Do they still do the fan day before the orange and white game where you're able to get stuff signed? Well, they didn't have it last year. They didn't even have a game because there were, there was right. construction going on at Nayland Stadium. Um, so I don't know. I have a philosophy. It's funny that, that they say that. I have a philosophy where I don't. I will never wear the jersey of a player younger than me. Like I just never ever will. I'm a, I'm a Grizzlies fan, but even before he was getting in trouble, you were never going to see me buy a John Morant jersey. You can get a John Morant Beretta. <laughs> <laughs> I've been following um, that story, thinking of you. By the way, <laughs> Travis says Butcher Dooley did the same thing. I believe had to buy a wristband. Well, Butch and Dooley, anything they do, you should do the exact opposite. Dooley also had a big sign on the locker room that says opportunity is nowhere. And we try to convince everybody that it was now and here. And we can pull up the sign. It said opportunity is nowhere as you walk into the locker room. It's classic. I'm sure you remember that, Caleb. Oh, I remember that. And the thing was, Dooley, like, apparently talked about his love for architecture. Like, he was, when he was athletic director at Louisiana Tech, he would go over designs for the new stadium. And I'm like, so you brag about your interest in architecture, but you didn't notice that this says opportunity is nowhere? Yeah, I mean, you could just work at a graphics company and see that. So um, it's the first time it won't be free since 2011. Since 2011, it's not going to be free, according to our friends at WATE. So it'll be $5. Uh, it's going to be a 2.30 game. And all proceeds will count as a contribution because we had this question on the message board of the My All campaign. The My All campaign just goes to Tennessee. That's like me calling it a My Off the Hook campaign. Well, it's just going to me and Caleb. <laughs> I mean, I've, I, and I, we are going to because I know that there are ways to donate to, to, to people and uh, via YouTube videos. And we're, we're, I'm not going to do that. It just feels weird. But I am going to have a monthly charity, but it's not going to go to me. I mean, it's yeah. going to be like 
the Diabetes Association or the uh, Coats for the Cold or something. But you make it sound like because it goes to the My All contribution fund that it's it's a they're trying to raise $500 million to keep pace in the ever-increasing athletic venue arms race. This may generate $300,000 at best. At yeah, best. so they are what they're less than one one thousandth of the way there with this. They got like they got like it's oh my gosh. This this kind of reminds me. I'll, I'll tell you something. You weren't covering at the time, but the athletic department did about three years ago. Fulmer and Jeremy Pruitt out of the blue decided to nix the Big Orange Caravan in the summer. Just decided to nix it. I remember and that. I remember that. You remember that? Okay. And they and and their selling point was like it's going to be a fan centric event. We're going to send Smokey and the cheerleaders, and they're going to be able to take pictures with the fans. I'm like fans want to talk to you guys. They don't want to talk to Smokey and the cheerleaders. That's nice, but they want to talk to you guys. Yeah, and, and boosters don't want to play golf with Smokey. Yeah, exactly. They don't. They don't. They want to play golf with the coach. This, this is getting too big for your britches. It's exactly what it is. Um, Benjamin says, I don't mind to support five bucks. Think you all are making a mountain out of a molehill. I knew some people would say that, and I'm completely cool with you saying that, Benjamin. I respect your opinion. When would he, he say that if we were if, if if we were covering a seven and five team? Right, right. I don't think, think so. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, Benjamin says win, and you can charge, lose, and no one will pay. That's how it works. True. Now John says maybe have that money go to Children's Hospital or some other charity. Or Raleigh says go to towards NIL donations. Well, they ain't hurting. Or split That's between the players. Yeah, I don't think you could even do that. I don't think yeah. you can get money in directly. You know, um, Smoky Mountain Red says go fund me. Um, <laughs> it, um, yeah, and Smokey actually said they want to talk to me, but uh, I'm terrible at golf. But the bottom line is just why. It could be such a positive thing that we're talking about this morning. And Benjamin, I way back in on this, okay? Because you're the one who seems to have the biggest problem. And I can roll with that. But way back in on this. If we were talking about how this was going to the children's hospital or this was not a charge and it was all kids get a free concession drink or something, celebrate last year's near championship or near college football playoff run, whatever you want to call it, all of those things. We appreciate you fans for raising more money than you've raised in a millennium. Why not do that? Why not have that be the conversation? In the end, it's going to result in more money because here's what those associate ADs that are running around Tennessee, some of which have real jobs, some of which don't, but a big part of what they do is reaching out to donors. So if you had 100,000 people in the stands because it was free and it was covered by ESPN, it's, oh, my gosh, Tennessee is definitely back. In case you didn't know, they had 100,000 people for the spring game. That's going to lead to more donations. I just think it's short-sighted and silly. No, I, I, I think you have a really good point. Also, the raising $500 million, the SEC TV deal with ESPN kicks in in a year. Like, there's there's a lot of money that's about to start going to the schools. That you're, you know, I just, I don't think we're, I think we're short selling just how much money Tennessee's about to get on its own anyway. 
This would be like when I worked for the Knoxville News Sentinel and they were going to charge me for reporters' notebooks or pens. I mean, that would just be silly. I'm trying to that think would of, be ridiculous. I'm trying to think of other examples. You work in corporate world aside from this as well. I mean, this would be like I, I'm trying to think of a good example, but it just doesn't make any sense to me. Daniel says, I agree with Dave on the fact that it opens a can of worms. $5 next, $10 next, uh, 20 for 30 Call Josh, get him on the show. I'll ask him. We'll call Josh Heupel. Or maybe you mean Josh Ward, who will join us tomorrow. I don't know. But nevertheless, it just it, it really frustrates me. I think that Tennessee should be super excited and this is one of the things that I find scary when you start to wander away a little bit too much from tradition. And Danny White is not a ball through and through. Josh Heupel is not a ball through and through. Um, but Tennessee is used to balls through and through and Philip Fulmer and Johnny Majors and back on through the years. But when you start to think, hey, we got this figured out, you start to charge for orange and white games. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a good sign. I don't think that's a good sign whatsoever. And I think you need to be really careful about your base because, again, I, I said this before, a lot of those people that are going to be asked to write donor tickets, you know, I mentioned my son that he's he's 18. He's not going to be writing donor tickets anytime soon or donor checks, excuse me. But at some point they are. And a lot of those people may not have had good memories about Tennessee for years, may not have good memories from last year, because they weren't able to afford the tickets or they didn't have the wherewithal to know that Tennessee was going to have a special season and who did. This is just an opportunity to put a cherry on the Sunday. Uh, it just befuddling to me, befuddling to me, Caleb. I agree. I agree. The only thing I would push back is not being involved guys through and through. If you look at Tennessee football's history uh, with the, only exception being Johnny Majors, who really did bring Tennessee into the modern era. Fulmer didn't. Fulmer rode the wave of the modern era. He didn't really bring Tennessee. He didn't really bring Tennessee into a new era. Um, so with the only exception of Johnny Majors, the coaches that have really brought Tennessee to a different era were all non-Vols. Robert Nalen, Doug Dickey were the two major ones that did right. that. And I didn't clarify the point. My point is, if things were to ever go slightly south, you don't have that built-in safety net. I feel like yeah. with Majors and Fulmer, if things – and they did for both coaches, and they probably held on to both coaches a little bit too long. But Danny White and Josh Heupel, if things go a little bit south, and they always could, I don't think they will, this is the type of thing that hangs the safety net. Yeah. No, you're right. That is true. I fully agree with you on that. The safety net of equity. Maybe we've come up with a new term. <laughs> I, don't know the, I don't know the swore the rim shot, but uh, it just it just frustrates me. Uh, I, I'm John saying there would be a point where only a thousand people might want to pay for twenty dollar tickets to the spring game. Boss, I'm saying Nick Saban wanting a rule change because he can't handle high tempo offenses. I want to get to Saban whining as well. Travis says I quit going to Titans game because I was told the reason concessions went up forty percent was because. They were supposed to be good that year. Remember this, too. They're making most of the money on concessions of parking. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, uh, it's not like they're losing money if they don't charge for a ticket. Well, for history lessons, for history buffs here for Tennessee, um, 
after they won the East in 2007, 2008 was the first year where Mike Hamilton decided to, to charge students to go to games. You know, student tickets used to be free. Well, we know what happened in 2008. So the year they decided to charge students, they go five and seven, former's fired, and then enter a decade of darkness. <laughs> We got Ron Slay coming up next. Preview of the SEC tournament. Uh, portions of the program brought to you by Zul Beer, the official craft beer of Off the Hook Sports. XULBeer.com. XULBeer.com. They have parking downtown. You don't get that ever, but they have it in downtown Knoxville and worldwide award winning craft beer. I did it. It's like 10 times in a row that I've said all those W's without messing it up. The beer is fantastic. Great selection. Two minutes, Ron Slays, Caleb, I'm Dave, off the hook sports. Our family has been creating jewelry since 1986, each piece unique with a story all its own. I'm Rick Terry with Rick Terry Jewelry Designs. I'm a jeweler, and I want to be your jeweler. We're grateful that you chose us to be Knoxville's best jeweler. My family and staff look forward to serving you. So please come see us. Kingston Pike and Campbell Station Road in the heart of Farragut and downtown on Gay Street, right next to the Tennessee Theater. Inflation has risen to the highest level in over 40 years, according to the April 2022 U.S. Inflation Calculator. Will your investments provide you the income you need in retirement? Are you losing purchasing power of your savings due to inflation? Simply stated, if the cost of goods and services are 8% higher and you're only earning 4% in your investments, that money buys you less of what you need. Right now is the time to act. Call Guardian Investment Advisors today. Hey folks, Gary Viles here. I want to personally invite you to North Knoxville's newest sports bar and restaurant. It's Big Orange Phillies, located in Black Oak Center. And yes, folks, it's happening in halls. Big Orange Phillies offers family-friendly environment with homemade meals and the best deli-style subs around. Billiards, darts, jukebox, shuffleboard, and cornhole, and a full bar. We also offer valet parking on weekends and during special events. We even have a covered back patio. It's happening at Big Orange Phillies. We want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. There's your Chattanooga, we're at it again. For the fifth year in a row, you voted us best of the best criminal and DUI law firm. And finalists for best law firm and best personal injury firm. Thank you for the love, Chattanooga. We won't let you down. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasty Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasty, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. At Bassies, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassie Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Got cataracts? We can fix that. Never miss another moment. With a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at CCTIs.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. 
We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Um, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show. Ooh. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. Coming up, Ron Slay will join us. So click the like button if you like Ron Slay. And if you don't like Ron Slay, just something's wrong with you. It's as simple as that. Uh, today's tough question you can get on board Twitter. And answer that at the Dave Hooker or at OTH Sports Media. And give us your vote as right now, do you mind paying for the spring game? About 70% are cool with it. So maybe I'm just some goofball barking in the wind, spitting into the wind, whatever that John Croce song was. And tugging on Superman's cape. And also, uh, we would love for you to download the app. Don't forget that app always available and you're able to access individualized topic videos through the app. So that's super cool. And set your notifications on, please, wherever you are, be it YouTube or Spotify or the Apple. Uh, All of that, we're there. So we would love for you to get the notifications because we've got new stuff going up all the time, aside from the show, which airs each and every weekday at 10 o'clock Eastern. So Ron Slay will join us here uh, momentarily. The other thing that I would like to see them bring back that um, I think should be free would be the Midnight March Madness thingy. Do you remember? Oh, that? I always hated that. I always hated that. Wah! It was lame. It was lame. Lame. Wah! Boring. Never went. You know, uh, it's funny. Maryland started that and like, yeah, I never, never really liked it. It's a glorified scrimmage. Well, of course it is, but they had like a slam dunk. I went with uh, Tony Harris's rookie year, and it was fantastic. Okay, that era, Dave, was a stack of athletes at Tennessee. Like the 99 to 03 era, like when you had like one of the guys we're mentioning, Ron Slate, but you had who had who made the greatest half court pass of all time for John Higgins to hit that half court shot. <laughs> remember? And, yeah, um, was that Georgia Tech? Georgia Tech, yeah. Yeah, Ron Slay should have become quarterback at Tennessee after that. Um, you had uh, Vincent Yarbrough, we talked about being a ridiculous athlete. Marcus Hayslip could jump out of a gym. Um, I'm just saying, there were, there were some athletes during that time. Marcus Hayslip uh, supposedly benched 400 pounds, too. And I, I just went ahead and told UT Sports Information Department at the time that I would have to see that before I ever wrote that. <laughs> because I just don't believe that he yeah. was with with six foot ten arms or six foot eight. Um, no, uh, Travis. Yeah, Lee, that's rough. I mean, that's a lot of weight to get up. Yeah. What was uh? Didn't Sean Bryson have the record at Tennessee? The bench record wasn't he the one who like wasn't he the strongest guy on the team by far during that time? Well, they're broken up. They were broken up by position, so he wouldn't have the overall record, but he might have the running backs record. I can okay. see that wouldn't surprise me. And now they don't even do one rep maxes anymore. I've asked Cooper and Jacob about things like that, and they look at me like I'm, I'm stupid. One of the things as we wait for Ron that I want to get into is uh, Josh Heupel was named one of the top ten coaches in the nation is uh, that too early or well, we got Ron here. So let's go ahead and get Ron. We'll get his thoughts as he's 
He's excited and fired up. I can see him moving around in the background. <laughs> Ron Slay, how are you, sir? <laughs> What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? He's the busiest man in all of college basketball. So we we appreciate the time. Uh, let me let me get you on like an off um off basketball topic for just a second. I like it. So you've got a family. I've got a family. Um, m- maybe we want to take our family to the orange and white game. Maybe, okay. maybe other families aren't doing as well as Ron Slay, and they've got to pay five dollars a head, and they got a bunch of kids. What do you mm-hmm. make of Tennessee charging for the Orange and White game? That kind of rubbed me the wrong way, to be honest with you. Are they charging for the Orange five dollars for the first time since two thousand eleven? <laughs> Am I just a cheap old fuddy daddy here, Ron, or is that? Uh, uh, it can rub you the wrong way. Um. Dang. Yeah, on that's a tough one, man. Orange and white game. Yeah, that's that's supposed to be a freebie. That's supposed to be a freebie. I, I yeah, because if I don't if I can't make it to a regular season, like I'm I'm gonna be sure to try to get to that um orange and white game and get to see the guys up close. But I will say this it's a lot of renovations supposed to be taking place. <laughs> <laughs> like like we like our sports, man. You you like the venues. The coaches like them too. The players like them too. Recruiting, like you got a baseball stadium, you got to get done. Um, a little bit of extra put on to to kneeling some things to be. Hey, so I'm, it's the part. It's, it's a part of it. It's a there part you of go. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I, but yeah, dang. That's tough. If I'm gonna be the hater here, and I'm gonna be because I'm I'm with you guys. Charging is ridiculous. If you're charging, limiting access to football fans to pay for the baseball stadium, sorry, no, no disrespect to the baseball team guys, but I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> I, th- I think it's more important to let fans enjoy the football team. <laughs> I feel it. I feel. I, I just think it's, it, man, you got to give some some real live access, play it. Fellas, we got to stay a little longer. We got to sign a little a couple extra autographs. We got to take them some extra pictures. Don't everybody just run into the locker room after thank the fans for coming. I think that's part of it, too. So if you're going to pay $5, you got to give them a little bit of an all-access feel to it. That's fair. Okay. I like that. I'm cool with that. Uh, Ron, <laughs> um, maybe they could charge the $5, uh, $5 bill. Right. Maybe get free popcorn. Maybe take the popcorn. Something, something can happen. Right. Best you pay eight dollars for a Coke. Um, Ron, this, this SEC basketball tournament, you've been very open and honest about it. There were times where you guys weren't focused on that as much mm-hmm. as the NCAA tournament. And that's human nature, man. That's yeah. not kids being kids. That's I'm 29 years old, and I would look at it the same way. Mm-hmm. Um but I wonder how this team will look at it because I could make two arguments. One side, you, you want to play more without Zakai Ziegler to work out that chemistry. Mm-hmm. On the other side, you want to be as fresh as humanly possible because your bench got a little shorter. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I look at it too as with this team coming in this year, I think they got a little bit more because they are defending champs. Now, pretty much everybody came back from that SEC tournament champ championship so like it's a little bit extra motivation when you're defending something you know you got something to hang your head on like as bad of it was as bad as it was of a season last year to get bounced from the ncaa tournament 
you could look back and be like, man, well, this team won the SEC tournament. You know, it, that was a pretty good championship right there. So if you could hang your hat on that, I think you erase a lot of the season woes, the ups and downs, you know, at least just compete in it. So I look at it from that perspective with this group. Um, I think it's a little bit different. I think that was the problem, man. We hadn't won in so long since Herb Berto camp and them. The, the luster of the SEC tournament wasn't really there, you know. Um, and then you wasn't playing. You were, rarely were playing to um, for your NCAA berth um, going into the SEC tournament thinking, oh, man, I got to win a game. You never really walked into it like that. So it really wasn't a lot hanging in the balance for you. I think that's one way to look at it. Um, also, I, I totally understand – Man, trying to get trying to get some chemistry and trying to get guys, um, because it's different looking at the experience playing in a game than it is practice. You know, I don't care how competitive practice is going to get, how high spirited it is, but you can't compare it to a game, especially if you got an opportunity to play on Thursday, where you're kind of playing a team that's, you know, the bottom. The uh, bottom feeder in the SEC, you know what I'm saying? And you know, talent-wise, you do have a better team than them. So you can not lollygag through the game, but you can get a feel through the game and try to feel your way through it and see who plays this spot well, who plays this well, what what um, teams work good, good together, which, um, which five play better together and test your small lineup, test your big lineup. So you can't get that in practice. You can't get that in practice because you got to tell guys to hold on. Hey, man, don't – you know, be careful a little bit right here. If somebody's got a fast break, let them go. You ain't got to do that in the game. See, so you can't get the the trial and error that you would get from a game that you would get in practice. So I think this team could look a little bit more forward to it. And then you got more seniors. You got more seniors tied into it. I think that was the thing, too, going into mine, man. We we lost – Um, I was the lone senior going into my senior year. Then my junior year, I wish I could have played in them, but tore my ACL my sophomore year. We had a um, a good team, and we were trying to get back on track, winning that one the first game, and it was in Nashville. So the hype was there. Even though Atlanta's not far from Nashville, it was different playing in Nashville. You felt like you were playing in your home state. You were playing with your crowd. So that I think that that that, that gives it a little bit different, too, a different feel. Ron, last year, you're right, Tennessee won the SEC tournament. Going into the tournament, they were a three seed. By winning the tournament, we all thought they were going to at least be a two seed, and then they were put in as a three seed. Texas A&M made it to Sunday, didn't even get into the tournament, and it became very clear that the selection committee did not even pay attention to the tournaments. How much danger is the NCAA in and the conferences in where if the NCAA keeps sending this signal that we're not even going to place any value on it, teams decide, you know what? Let's do what Greg Popovich used to do when the Spurs had national te- nationally televised games and just bench mm-hmm. all our starters to show up the NBA. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think for those upper echelon teams, that's that's what's in that hangs in the balance. You know, well, like if I'm in Alabama, why would I go play um, my guys and play super hard if I had some guys banged up that was seventy percent? I could wait an extra week and get them to the tournament and give them ninety percent. Like it don't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? And um, then even for the teams that are um, right there on the bubble, are they really on the bubble? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're looking at Mississippi State. Like can Mississippi State, after losing to Vanderbilt the regular season finale, can they really help themselves if they win an extra game? Same thing for Vanderbilt. If they make it to the finals, are they really – they get they make it to the finals, get a, a quad one win on Friday playing a Kentucky, um, and then Saturday – 
they play another quad one win and make it to the championship, are we going to put them and lose the championship? Are we going to put them in the tournament? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, you got to make some kind of sense of it. You got to make some kind of sense because I I just don't understand. Like, (laughs) how can you be playing back to back days and nothing be taken from it? You know what I'm saying? I understand the losses. Like, if you quad one loss and you're playing high competition in the conference tournament, anything can get, anything can happen. So you don't put, you don't value that much, but winning back to back days, especially like A&M did last year. Come on, man. That, that, that's tough. Especially if you, you right there teetering on the bubble. I think that's the biggest thing. If you talking about a bubble team or like you talking about Tennessee, you make it and win the championship and the, you talking about one seed, you're not going to take them up one seed. What are we doing? It's just bragging rights then. Yeah, I mean, I <clears throat> my my thinking is, Ron, and it always has been, if you make it to Sunday in a conference tournament, I realize that you, the, the, the NCAA selection can't, committee can't necessarily watch every single conference final mm-hmm. game. But if you make it to Sunday in and of itself, that should be a boost in your ranking. And you yep. should be able to adjust that from Saturday to Sunday. Yeah, you can. And, and then you start to look at it as a fan. Like, is, uh, is everybody in the room being lazy? Is all the teams already picked out? You know, they like, ah, we, we ain't watching this game, man. Just go and go with what we had on Saturday morning. Let's go with that. No, no matter what happened Saturday, then making it to Sunday. Like, it's it's weird, man. It's weird. Like, I, I don't understand it. And, it. and it hurts a lot of teams. And it's going to hurt the NCAA. Like, you're going to wait too long to make a make a change and – or count that to hurt to count that um, in favor of someone, and you're gonna be stuck. You're gonna be sitting there with your arms crossed, like, "Dang, man, we should have got ahead of this." Well, it's time to keep on ticking. You keep on showing us the opposite. <laughs> be like nil soon. You'll be trying to backtrack and trying to figure out who's gonna take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's, it's wild, man. They got to make something of it, though. Got to make something of it. Ron, what do you make of it from the other side? Uh, I think of like those smaller conferences where they play a whole season. You know, you put in the work, you have a great year. And then mm-hmm. because there's these automatic bids from the conference tournament and the NCAA is only going to take one team from this tournament, from this conference, they slip up on a Saturday and they're not going to the tournament. Do you think something should be done to kind of tweak that? It does, man. You got to get I, – I don't know if you have to go regionally and get people to really dial in and watch these games because there's no reason Belmont should have missed it last year either. You know what I'm saying? Like they're going with their record and what Casey Alexander and those guys did being keeping it local. Like, man, they ran through the OVC. So you made them shift and have to get out of that conference to try to get into another conference. So the conference schedule and the non-conference schedule can bolster a little bit. So once they get to the tournament, if they do happen to lose, at least they can be like, man, well, we only lost two games all year and one was in the conference championship. Like, it's how do you punish a team for that? You know, and that's another thing, too. If you want to calm this transfer portal down, um, you got to you got to pay you got to pay um, pay a little extra attention to these smaller divisions, not like the the bottom of division one. But the mid majors, man, you got to you got to give them a little bit of attention because the kids are going both. They're going to vote any opportunity they get to try to get to a, a power five or somebody that gets all, um, five or six teams in. So you, so if you're mediocre, like a Belmont team that probably last year could have played 
um, and been averaging a um, lower power five um, division it, it, conference, it, it could have got in. You know what I'm saying? With the record, like it took teams to the to the brink. And you got to take into account like a lot of these big teams don't want to go and play these these mid-major schools at their home. So that's a disadvantage in its own self. So it's 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 a lot, man. It's a lot. And I, I feel for those teams. I feel for those schools. But, man, I, I wish I knew the answer to it, to <laughs> what to do. But it, it's, it's got to – I think if, if you were something easier, you, you would separate it and put – five guys to come together and have one voice that speaks for the committee. Once those five guys talk about it in the South, talk about it in the East, talk about it in the Midwest, talk about it in the mess in the West and come together and have a voice from them. Cause people ain't really watching them. You're not really watching them. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have two or three teams in the South that's going to get um, looked over every single time just because of the conference. Then. Ron Slay should be the voice of the Southeast. <laughs> I don't know. They don't hear my voice too much. Yeah, Ron. yeah, they got to put some. They put some wings at the table. I'm coming. <laughs> I have so all like, negotiations. <laughs> are you a drums or a yeah. flappers type of guy? I'm um, both. You can't miss me. Don't miss me. I look. I ain't got time for you to be separating them. Just put them all in one basket. I, I'm gonna eat them all the same. Well, uh, I'm I'm fortunate. My son is uh, a drums guy, and I'm a flappers guy, so we don't ever argue over wings. It's perfect. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I ain't, and you can leave all the, the ones you don't don't want. I can leave them right there for me. I get them. You could come over anytime, <laughs> anytime. Hey, um, D- Danny Watt, Tennessee athletic director, said at one point he would be okay with expanding the NCAA tournament from sixty-eight to ninety. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Your face, for those who are listening on audio platforms, <laughs> it, it wasn't the best face that Ron just made. Yeah, so who think? said that? Who said that? That was that? Tennessee Athletic Director Danny White. <clears throat> I love Danny White. Okay with that. I love Danny White, too. That's well, I did, guy. too, but that doesn't That's mean my guy, right. But that ain't – yeah, that ain't I, – I, I don't need 68 to 90. Then we get like uh, – that's like the three of us could put oh, together a team, Ron. Yeah, like this. I mean, what are we doing? How many buys are we getting? You know what I'm saying? Like, and what are we doing it for? Are we we getting more teams in? It's more money. You're expanding the tournament. It's longer. I understand it from the basketball perspective of college sports because you generate more money, you know, and there's nothing that yes. can compare to football. Yeah. <laughs> so football, you weekend and week out, you're going to have juggernauts playing and you're going to make a whole lot of money. You got to wait all the way to March Madness and conference tournaments. Um, Really not even conference tournaments until semifinals and finals. If you're talking about not outside of power five. Um, But I, I can see the draw, but maybe uh, that's, that's tough, man. Instead of instead of extending that, I would much rather see um, make a um, make a a consolation. You can make a consolation qualifying game if you if you will. So, like when you, the mid majors lose their conference championship, the team that lost they get an opportunity to go play another conference loser in the mid major. The winner of that they can make it to play in a bye game, but it ain't, you know what I'm saying? You got to do something else. I, I can't expand them. I can't expand March Madness to 90. That's a lot. Sheesh. Okay, what about this? Because, uh, Ron, next week you'll hear me go on my, I, I'm saving it for next week on how March Madness, I, I can't stand it. And you, <laughs> But I'm saving it for next week. <laughs> I, it's my Skip Bayless take. It's worth Skip Bayless and I fully agree. Uh, um, but, 
before that, I would say, what if they did, okay, go to 80, but every conference, including the mid-majors, uh, you have to have two teams from every conference. Um, the conference tournament champion and the conference regular season champion are all automatic qualifiers. And if it's the same team in a conference, then the second team in that conference gets an automatic bid. No, I'm not opposed to that. I do think it should be put. It should be more um, love given to regular season champions because it, all it takes in a in a conference championship is a team to get hot, and like that's not indicative of whatever the journey of the team was that won the regular season. So I kind of feel like you get you get um, taken advantage of a little bit in that one. That ain't that ain't cool. So I, I'm I'm with that. I'm with that. I like that. Um, I don't know why. But if that's the case, though, why would the regular season champion have to play in the conference championship? I mean, in the conference tournament. That's the only thing. If you were going to award those guys. Maybe if you win. Maybe. Um, well, if you go to 80, you might be playing for like a first round bye, you know, not having to play in a play-in game. You know, they'll value some seeding at that point. So Okay. Okay. I like that much better. I like that much better than going to 90. <laughs> anything but 90 <laughs> I, i'm i'm completely cool with it like the way it's been i don't even like to play in games because it's the ncaa tournament to me is nice and clean and cut i know when the games are coming on like the nfl it's not you know you have to check week to week in college to see when your team's playing all this i i, I love march madness i don't know what caleb's thinking but i guess we'll talk about that I next week oh man i can't I wait mean, to that's... talk about that caleb. we gotta have this, this well, is and... like the greatest time of the year yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. Did you know uh, uh, on the Wednesday before the NCAA tournament, more men have vasectomies on that day than any other day because you're just supposed to sit around. I swear, I swear, because you're supposed to sit around for three or four days and not do anything. I'm not joking. That is a true, true fact. You can look that up. That sounds true. It's, it's, it's true. It's, I know Zach England of Best and Brock who brings you Ron Slay. He underwent that very procedure the Wednesday before the NCAA tournament. Hey, anyway, a man can get an advantage and an excuse to sit on the couch and watch TV. I, I'm not even arguing that. I, yeah. like, I'm, yeah. I'm I getting try. I would try. Get, I'm getting ready to have like my eighth vasectomy. Uh, Ron Spears, <laughs> running back. Let me get a running back. Give me one more. Ron Spears brought to you by Zach England, the best Brock Zach's at your back. We love Zach England. Uh, he can go toe-to-toe with those personal injury attorneys. Zach England, the best of Brock. Okay, so uh, just real quick, we haven't talked much about the balls. Would they rather play Ole Miss, South Carolina? And what are a couple of things outside of the wins and losses that you would like to see Tennessee accomplish this weekend in Nashville? Yeah, I think I think they um they they would match up better against South Carolina. You know they um you know what I'm saying? And um the Ole Miss, they're a little tricky at the guard spot. You know, it's kind of the matchups aren't the same. But um, South Carolina, I like to see them match up with them better. But outside of that, going into the tournament, what I like to see, just somebody get some chemistry. And um, when I say chemistry, meaning that extra spark coming off the bench, because you got to have you got to have guys fill in for Sakai. Um, the energy that he brings, you're not gonna be able to match it. But the sparks um, that he brings, the savvy plays, the charges that you pick up, the disturbance of bringing the ball up the court. Um, for the opponents, you got to be able to get into your sets and still have um, an opportunity that Zakai figured out when to take his opportunity as far as pushing the ball in a transition set and being able to hurry up and get a layup. You know, can you account for count for those things? Who's a guy that can get into the lane like that? Um, make the defense um, um, contract if you 
if you um can just do it on penetration if you're not getting the inside presence of the bigs on the post-ups and not getting them double teams the cow is always a guy that can penetrate and get it on the inside and make everybody suck in be able to kick it out for three so who can be able to do that i think that's the biggest thing that speed that you're trying to make up for that's what i would look for um and who, how you can get some how you can steal some easy buckets um i think that was one of the biggest things was the cow you were always going to be able to always going to be able to get out and transition and run um, on made or misses. So how do you steal easy transition points? Who's going to be able to push the ball? You would think being able to put another guy in there, or if you go small, you are able to get the ball, and whoever gets it pushes it, and everybody else runs. But how how mentally prepared are you for that to understand that when somebody else touches it, you're not looking for the ball? You know what I'm saying? You got to understand that we got the rebound. Let's turn and go instead of somebody coming back to get the ball to like get a set. Like you got to get into a fluid movement of getting the ball and running and filling the lanes and filling extra spots that, that you've not used to filling because you always had a point guard in that situation. So that's that's the thing. And then when you match up against point guards, I think point guards went well, not point guards, guards, period, win tournaments. So you got to be able to have somebody step up to stop some guards. When you get guys like Wendell Green, I think that's why he had a good go at it. You got Sears for Alabama. You got Nick Honor for Missouri. Um, the list goes on and on of guard play that you're going to have to be able to stop, stop and combat. Who's going to be the guy that can do that and not tire out and it takes something from them offensively um, by being able to be a pest like that on the ball. So that's the biggest thing I want to see coming out of this SEC tournament. Ron, as usual – Throwing high heat, and Caleb gave you a shout-out before we had you on. You were the one who threw the pass to John Higgins for the half-court shot against Georgia That's Tech. Right. I didn't remember that. that you should have been playing quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Caleb. that was very Grant Hill Duke-like. Yeah. Yeah. shot. I See, didn't realize you were the guy who threw that. You got to go back and look at it too, Dave. I pump faked first. Did I pump. Pump fake to C.J. Watson. I gave him a shoulder shift, came back, and hit him. You got to see how square my body was. See, Caleb, I appreciate you looking at the details. See, I, I pump fake, pump fake to C.J., come back, move my move the defense with my eyes, boom, get him back. <laughs> you know what's funny you say that because – Serious. I remember <laughs> shot, and I was always – I'm like, why were there no Georgia Tech defenders on John Higgins right there? It just threw me off. I'm like, oh, look at Ryan. I'm telling you, it's the details, man. People don't pay attention to the details. You got to shift the defense. See, me and Peyton, man, in the 707, I ain't even going to tell that story. Well, I want to hear it at some point, looking off the safety. Ron, I appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate y'all, man. Ron Slay is the hostel. We appreciate that. Brought to you by Zach England of Best and Brock. Zach's got your back in two minutes. It's Josh Heupel a top 10 coach in the NCAA. Somebody thinks so. Somebody in this program doesn't. Stay tuned. Two minutes. He's Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker. Josh Heupel, top 10 or not off the hook sports. With all that sun, sand, and salt water, the beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK vision correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah. Do you want to own the more that owns every job? Then get to Vasty Lawn and Garden in Cleveland and get you a Toro. I'm David Vasty, here to talk to you about Toro. With a Toro Zero Turn, you'll get more out of every minute and you'll reach the finish line faster. 
At Bassey's, we like to say, no matter if you're mowing three acres a week or 11 lawns a day, homeowners and business owners alike find confidence in equipment they can trust from top to bottom. Bassey Lawn and Garden, Highway 60 North in Cleveland. Man alive, it's worth the drive. Hey folks, Gary Viles here, Viles Automotive on Callahan Drive. I've been selling cars here in East Tennessee for 27 years. In that time, I've come to realize it's not about the car. It's about you, the customer. So I'm here to take care of you just like family. Good credit, bad credit, you name it, we can get you taken care of. If we don't have it, we can find it for you. We go across the country to get any vehicle that you want. And here at Viles Automotive, we don't believe in fake numbers. We just give you great deals. And as always, we want, we need, and we appreciate your business. Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. There's your Chattanooga, we're at it again. For the fifth year in a row, you voted us best of the best criminal and DUI law firm. And finalists for best law firm and best personal injury firm. Thank you for the love, Chattanooga. We won't let you down. Our family has been creating jewelry since 1986. Each piece unique with a story all its own. I'm Rick Terry with Rick Terry Jewelry Designs. I'm a jeweler and I want to be your jeweler. We're grateful that you chose us to be Knoxville's best jeweler. My family and staff look forward to serving you. So please come see us. Kingston Pike and Campbell Station Road in the heart of Farragut and downtown on Gay Street, right next to the Tennessee Theater. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show. Ooh. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. How's your dog doing? He is good. He is with my friends, uh, so he's going to be excited when we come home tonight. That was actually a rhetorical question. Is your dog suffering <laughs> from digestion issues, or is it suffering from anxiety or possibly even arthritis like my dog? Well, you need to go to crafttreats.com. Again, crafttreats.com. Use the promo code off the hook. That's the promo code off the hook. And you get 20% off. Your dog will be doing better. Even Caleb's dog, who I'm really not that concerned about. But go to Crabtree. That was an awkward pause, okay? You you stopped for a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's to bring, bring people in, not get information about your dog. Uh, Crabtreats.com. <laughs> again, Crabtreats.com. Use the promo code off the hook. How is your dog doing? He's probably suffering from anxiety because his parents are partying up in uh, lower Manhattan. 
or Upper Manhattan? No, we're, we're, we're in Midtown right now. Yeah, wherever. I don't know. Well, I was down in Lower Manhattan yesterday. I went to the oldest tavern in New York City from 1762. And Oh, really? Yep, and went by Federal Hall. For those who don't know, Federal Hall is where John Peter Zinger won the landmark case in the 1730s that allowed him to write critical things about the governor of New York, basically the precursor to the First Amendment. So thanks to him, Dave and I get to talk trash about Danny White and Josh Heifel without being sued. <laughs> yes, and we get to say Peter Zinger, <laughs> yeah. which in and of itself is definitely a win. So Josh Heifel has been named to a list on uh, 247. I guess the list season has already begun, and... Uh, he has been listed as a top 10 football coach in the nation. Now, there's no real parameters put around this list that I can tell other than uh, that they're just ranking the coaches. Um, it's not based off age, which I would certainly take into account when we move forward and we start talking about other coaches that I want to delve into. But just when I first throw that at you, or as you first threw it at me, Heupel, who's rated number 10, is he a top 10 coach in the nation? What is your first response to that? My first response is, I think right now, yes. Believe it or not, yes, I do. And I was looking at his list, and I was trying to figure out who would be ahead of him? He doesn't have a top ten resume in the nation. There, he doesn't. We we all we can agree on that. But are there more than ten coaches I would take over Josh Heupel if I were starting a football program tomorrow? No, no. Okay. Well, let's get into it now. It's four downs. Brought to you by Andy Mason Real Estate dot com, saving you thousands. Andy Mason Real Estate dot com. Four downs. Four questions. Four answers. The Dave Hooker Show. Four. 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 Bounds. A presentation of offthehooksports.com. Be sure and click that like button. If you haven't subscribed yet, do that. AndyMasonRealEstate.com. Over 40 years of experience will save you thousands. Best customer service. And how about the best service and best, excuse me, prices in the biz. AndyMasonRealEstate.com. All right, so four questions about Josh Heupel and where he should rank among the top 10 coaches. Well, it's no great surprise that Kirby Smart and Nick Saban are ahead of him. I think you would expect that. Kirby Smart is number one in the nation, followed by Nick Saban, who's number two. Do you have any sort of argument with that whatsoever after what Kirby Smart has done over the past couple of years in particular? No, not at all. Those are clear-cut the top two coaches. I think it's right to even have Kirby Smart number one, and people think that's crazy, but he just won two national championships, and Nick Saban is copying Kirby Smart with what he's going for on offense this year. So I think Kirby Smart's easily number one, and Nick Saban's number two. I agree, and um, I thought Nick Saban, his defense underwhelmed a little bit last year as well. So I think there's that factor, and Kirby Smart's defense – lost a lot and came back even better. So I will say that I think Kirby Smart is a notch above, and then it's a step down to Nick Saban. I know it sounds crazy to say that, but now if you want to go off resume, obviously we're having a totally different conversation. So that's first down. 
Uh, got no problem with Smart being ahead of Saban. Uh, second down, um, who is the top in the SEC other than Smart and Saban? In other words, would you take Brian Kelly over Josh Heupel? You've already said you would take Josh Heupel. I'm very, very close. I'm 55%, 45%, but I would take Brian Kelly because I think that Brian Kelly has accomplished more. I think what he did at Notre Dame is undervalued because I don't think you realize how much constraint you have as a head coach there. So right now I would take Brian Kelly over Josh Heupel. We're probably having a way different conversation in five years as Brian Kelly would be close to retirement. And I think Josh Heupel's star will continue to rise. But right now I would take, uh, Brian Kelly over Josh Heupel. You said you would have Josh Heupel in the top 10. So would you have Kelly over Heupel just to make sure? No, I, I'm actually with you. I would have Kelly. I would have Brian okay. Kelly over Josh Heupel. Okay. Um, I got my rankings confused and I kind of put words in your mouth. Sorry about that. No, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, I got, I, Brian Kelly, not only would I take Brian Kelly over Josh Heupel, I think there's a possibility that Heupel's a better coach. I do. I, I just, I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm a little close and I lean towards Brian Kelly. I'm pretty convinced that when they're both retired, Brian Kelly will walk out with a better resume. And I say that because, look, again, he's a coach with brain. He's a coach with more than four brain cells at LSU, and that's uh, that, that's all you need to win a national championship at LSU. And so I think that Brian Kelly is going to win a lot there. I drove the Brian Kelly train, Dave. Just so you know, when Tennessee fired Philip Fulmer, I was big on them hiring Brian Kelly that year. Mike Hamilton went for the splash and Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin bolted the next year. Brian Kelly went undefeated at Cincinnati and then got hired at Notre Dame. And I thought Tennessee really missed the boat in not hiring Brian Kelly then. You've mentioned that before, and I've thought about it. I still would have taken Lane Kiffin over Brian Kelly, but um, I didn't know that Lane Kiffin was going to leave after a year, obviously. And I didn't know, and I don't think Mike Hamilton knew that he was – going to run afoul of the NCAA because he had been an NFL coach. So I didn't think that, that those two things you were proven right in retrospect at the time though, because I hate it when people say, Oh, as I look back hindsight 2020 and I would have done this, uh, I believe you would have hired Brian Kelly. I want to be honest. I would have, I would have still hired Lane Kiffin over Kelly, but again, hindsight, you were absolutely correct. Uh, third down. Will Hypo ever be considered the top coach in the SEC. Now we're assuming that he stays at Tennessee, let's say until 2030. Everything's going well. Kirby Smart played at Georgia, so I don't think he's going anywhere. He seems like a grinder. So he could be at Georgia till 2030. Certainly things could change, but if I had predicted it would be that, I'll start. I don't think that Heupel will ever be considered the, co the top coach in the SEC from year to year. Now, he might beat Smart one year and be on top of one of these rankings in an offseason, but he doesn't necessarily have to be to have great success. I don't think Philip Fulmer was ever considered the top coach in the SEC, even though I'm certain he won a Coach of the Year award. But as far as from year to year, you always thought of Spurrier, right? Um, and I, I don't know that that really changed. And then you thought of Urban Meyer. Um, you, you thought of other guys. Um, so you even thought of Mark Rick for a little while. Remember the did. early years of Georgia? You did. You absolutely did. So do you think Hypo will ever be considered the top coach in the SEC on a year-to-year -year basis? 
Well, like Smart no. Saban was. No, because Smart's going to be there as long as he's at Tennessee. And again, Brian Kelly may be at LSU for his prime years at Tennessee. And like I just said, LSU, Brian Kelly, like, I don't know how, I think it's impossible for Tennessee to outdo what LSU can do with a good coach, no matter who Tennessee's coach is. And so that's my take on that. On the message board, Smokey Mountain Red said, I think it's possible. I still have a slimy feeling about Smart. I do too. Um, Talking to somebody with knowledge of both programs, there's, I think there's a culture there that's going to turn a lot of people off. And I think there's a culture there that's going to lead to off-field issues. Now that may change. But usually once it gets out of hand, it's tough to get back. Fourth down, does Hypo get hurt in ranking by having a air quote gimmick offense? You know, I would have said no, but then when I looked at their top five, like don't it's not that Brian Kelly and Dabo Sony run pro style offenses. They don't, but they don't really run gimmick offenses. So I'm like, but then again, I, I don't think it's hurting him because Lincoln Riley and Ryan Day are both in the top 10. Lincoln Riley basically runs Josh Heupel's offense uh, at USC, and Ryan Day runs the spread. So, yeah, I don't think that hurts him. I don't think it, I don't think it hurts him. I do think – well, I don't think it hurts him for those that really know what he does and the fact that they run the ball first. But I do think there will be some people who put together these lists that it will hurt him. They'll see – the flash of the offense and they'll think that there's no substance there. It's a lot like you remember Trooper Taylor. You remember Bruce Pearl. I used to always say to people who would get upset by their flashiness or their bravado, I would say there's substance behind the style in both cases. And I think you would agree that Bruce Pearl was ahead of the curve at the time with what he ran. And I think Trooper Taylor was an incredible hustler when it came. And I mean that in a good sense of the term, an incredible hustler when it came to recruiting. So I think there was substance behind the style. I think the same thing with Josh Heupel's offense. Do I think it will hurt him, though, from a national perspective? Yeah, probably. I think people looked at TCU and thought that they were soft, even though they ran the football like Tennessee did. Um, So, yeah, I think it'll hurt him from a national perspective, but it shouldn't. I I can see that. And this list, by the way, you said TCU. It's funny. This list has Sonny Dykes at 12. Yeah, Which, see, I don't understand that, and I'll, yeah. I'll want to get into that. I mean, I don't understand how you can't have Sonny Dykes ahead of Josh Heupel. Yeah, I, I agree, and I don't, know, I don't understand how you could have James Franklin ahead of Sonny Dykes, which they do. Um, I yeah, just, the, 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 the the ten through twelve spot was Heupel, Franklin, Dykes. Yeah, that was a weird one, and and this is also you're right. They're valuing. They got Jimbo Fisher at fourteen. That's resume. That's just he's got a national championship, so we have to put him in there somewhere. Yeah. Because no, there is not a person out right now. There's not a, a, a school that's on the rise. If I were to tell you right now, trade your coach for Jimbo Fisher, nobody who's happy with their program would do that. Yep. Uh, on the message board, Travis says, absolutely, Hopple will, will be considered one of the best coaches in the SEC. Saban retires Georgia. Disciplinary problems take over. Boom, Hopple dominates. Brian Kelly, LSU, how's he going to get past him? You would still have Brian Kelly at LSU, but I think what he says there is possible. From what I hear around Georgia's program, I think it's possible. I think there's an entitlement uh, that's starting up at Georgia uh, that they can get away with anything, and I think it kind of starts at the top. Um, Smoky Mountain Red saying the gimmick, uh, saying 
gets thrown around too much. Uh, but if you win, call it what you want. I agree. Uh, Hypo is forcing coaches to change their everyday game plan. Coaches going forward on fourth on their side of the field in the first quarter. Agreed. Uh, John Hill says, uh, gimmick. This gimmick worked at Missouri, UCF, and now Tennessee. Look at the offenses at these places when he was there and see the quarterback productivity. I completely agree with everything you're saying, John, but the simple fact is there's too much football um, on for everybody to watch. So when you have a national columnist put together these sorts of lists and rank coaches in the SEC, and he's only seeing – he's not seeing the hunker down and get a yard on the goal line and score a touchdown in the red zone when you got to have it. They're seeing Jalen Hyatt score five touchdowns against Alabama – they're seeing some of the jet sweep stuff that they did last year. Princeton Fant lined up at fullback. Some of that stuff people are going to say is is gimmicky. I don't think it is. I think it's taking advantage of the current rules, but I think it's going to be out there. Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han is your home for great vision care, whether it's LASIK or whether it's cataract surgery or just the routine surgeries. Campbell Cunningham, Taylor, and Han is right there in Knoxville, and they're local. They care about you. They are fantastic. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Han. Certainly check them out. They're your eye vision center, no matter what you need. We absolutely love them. And thank you to City Heated and Air Conditioning, cityheatandair.com, Integrity Matters. I want to remind everybody that anybody that you see on our website or you see as a part of the show are advertisers that we support if we need their services or already do business with. And that means a lot in uh, what we do. So we appreciate them. City Heating and Air Conditioning, Integrity Matters, cityheatandair.com. And that's the show. Have a fantastic day, everyone. Tomorrow will be Josh Ward. We look forward to that. And Caleb Calhoun has scouted out New York City. He's ruled the town. He is the Frank Sinatra of Off the Hook Sports because if he can do it there, he can do it anywhere. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.